firearms out of dangerous hands. As I continue to call on Congress to require background checks for all firearm sales. And in the meantime, in the meantime, my executive order directs my attorney general to take every lawful action possible, possible to move us as close as we can to universal background checks without new legislation. I just, it's just common sense. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you a slightly different question. So, um, my partner Josh and I have been engaged for the last five years, which really only means that every auntie and uncle that I have is beyond disappointed that there hasn't been a wedding yet. But, uh, but Cardi B is going to marry us, apparently, officiate our wedding, which would, which would be nice. But my, my question for you, Mr. President, is you codified uh, support for same-sex marriage and interracial marriages like, like ours. I'm curious what your evolution was like on marriage equality and what the federal government might be able to do to protect LGBTQ Americans, especially trans kids who are dealing with all these regressive state laws that are popping up right now. I can remember exactly when my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it, to tell you uh, the truth. And I was, a, I was a senior in high school and my dad was dropping me off I remember about to get out of the car and I looked to my right and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building and one looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never forget, I turned and looked to my dad. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. It's simple. No, I'm not joking. It's simple. They love each other. And it's never been, it's, it's, it's never been, it's just that simple. It doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's same sex or a heterosexual couple. You should be able to be married. What is the problem? So listen to your auntie and your uncle. Get married. Do it now. <laughs> oh, which lie do we start with? Welcome back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure which one to start with. But I think we should uh, address Mr. Biden's epiphany first. I, I, I really, really like his choice of words there. If you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. It's somewhere in America. I'm just asking a real low price for it. You can do whatever you want with it after that. But I'd like to sell it to you for about $100 million. You'll be fine. Buy the bridge. It's going to be great. I'll show it to, show it to you where, wherever it's at there on the map. It's going to all be good. If, if you believe the crap this guy's selling you, wow. He had an epiphany in 1961. I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm having a little bit of a hard time believing that. Just because the rights for homosexuals uh, back then were nothing like they are right now. Uh, most people back then, that's where the whole saying that they stayed in the closet came from. Because you didn't really start seeing a push to be openly gay uh, and more of an acceptance of it. And, and even then the acceptance was minimal was in the eighties, eighties and nineties. And then that's when, that's when it was minimal. Okay. In the sixties to see two grown men openly kiss out in public in front of everybody. Yeah. I, I seriously, I seriously doubt that that happened. If it did. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, call me a liar. There's no way to prove me wrong and him right or him wrong and me right. But I can, I can tell you just knowing 
history and how time was, uh, I seriously doubt that. And it's always funny that no matter what you ask Joe Biden, he always, something magnanimous happened in his life that he can associate with the question that you're asking. And he's always, I'm I'm serious now. He's always very serious. I'm serious now. (laughs) Listen, if if you're buying into that bullcrap, Again, I got a bridge to sell you. I'd love to sell it to you because I, I, this guy doesn't know how to tell the truth. It's either that or he is so crazy that he is uh, confusing his memories possibly with movies that he's seen in the past. And that's something that he saw and it's, for some reason it's registering to him as a memory because he's having issues mentally. Because there is no way that he happens to have had Something happened in his life for every single question that he is being asked. And then, as far as the host, what what's stopping him from being married? They they don't follow God's law. They don't they they they're in most states. You have so much so many liberal states. What's what's stopping him from getting married? Because see, that's that's just nonsense. Well, what he's saying there, he's just trying to gaslight people to act like there's still a problem. No, that's, I don't even understand why that is even brought up. And even as stupid as Joe Biden is, he even gives him the advice to go, go get married. No, I'm serious. Do it now. Yeah, make your aunties and your uncles happy. Go do it. <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm sorry. I had, I had to pull that one out. Everything's been so serious and it is serious. Don't get me wrong. But every now and then we got to, we got to pull the reins back a little bit because it's everything with the banking situation. It continues on and there, there's some real concerns here. The economy, we're definitely on the verge of a recession, if not a depression. And we're looking at possibly a financial collapse. And I mean, I mean there's some serious stuff going on. And uh, I thought it'd be better that today my stories are a little bit lighter. Yeah, maybe we can laugh a little bit and, and let off the pedal just, just a little bit because it's just, it's that stupid. All right, the next one I want to address with Biden is signing the executive order on gun control. What does the uh, said executive order do? It's going to increase the number of background checks by ensuring firearm sellers comply with existing background check legislation. Shocker. Uh, I mean, it, they all do it. That They know the game that's being played. Believe me, most firearm dealers, and I'm talking about actual dealers. I'm not talking about someone hustling on the side. Hey, psst, psst, hey, yeah, want to buy a gun? No, we're not talking about that guy. We're talking about actual brick and mortar stores that are selling firearms. They know better than to not follow procedure because they know what the penalty is for that. So that's that's that is. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm doing something, but it's already being done, so it's actually bullcrap just to appease his base. Uh, also under the executive order. He wants his cabinet to increase public awareness about uh, safety firearm storage and the use of red flag laws, which, by the way, there are 19 states that allow that have red flag laws and they allow for temporary confiscation of weapons from people deemed by the officials uh, to be a threat to others or themselves. Gun storage and gun storage safety. I'm a big uh, advocate for myself. I think if you have a gun, your weapons must be secure for many reasons. Number one, if you got kids in the house, you don't want guns unsecure, obviously. And I think this is real common sense stuff. And then number two, 
in case of an, a robbery or burglary, because as much as we all would like to think it's never going to happen to us, it does. You certainly don't want your firearms to fall into the wrong hands or be accessible during the robbery where they get to it before you get to it. So, I, I mean, that part. The red flag laws, I have zero tolerance for. I think that that is a, loop, is a loophole around the uh, Second Amendment. Because a red flag law gives a random person. I, I can make a phone call and say any of my neighbors are crazy right now. They're crazy. You got to come take their guns. And then an official, and you don't know how their political leaning is, they could come over there and say, yep, you're not, you're not, you shouldn't have a gun right now. So we're going to be taking all your weapons and they'll be returned to you in 30 days. You know, when you're better or after you get a mental evaluation. So I don't care for red flag laws. I think all of that should be gone. And I know I'm going to get the argument on that, that people are going to say, well, but Joe, there are some mental people that they shouldn't have firearms and, you know, they have moments in life. And I, okay, I, you know what? I understand all that. I really do. But if that person is intent on doing whatever it is that they're going to do, whether you take their gun or they have to go get a gun another way, they're going to do it or get a gun or, I mean, get a knife or use a car or use a baseball bat or use anything. Okay. So if somebody's going to do something crazy. They're going to do it one way or the other. Hey, you're, this law is designed where you snitch somebody out or you, you claim that somebody's having a problem and then some third party gets to make a decision on whether or not they think they're, that you're having a problem when in fact they don't know you. They have no idea who you are, how you normally are, but they're there to judge whether or not they can confiscate your weapons for a certain amount of time. No, I'm not, I'm not with that. <laughs> not even a little. Uh, the order will also direct the transportation department to work with the justice department to reduce the number of firearms stolen or lost during shipping, which I think is just like, okay, whatever. Uh, Biden's also encouraging the federal trade commission, uh, to issue a report analyzing how firearm manufacturers market guns to minors and all civilians. I love that one there. When is the last time that you saw a commercial where they are marketing a gun? to uh, a minor when's the last time because I you know I'm call me crazy I'm, I don't have cable but even when I did have cable I don't really recall seeing anything and f- as far as advertising on the radio uh, yes I've heard plenty of gun uh, stores that run uh, commercials to tell you to come over there uh, they got great shooting ranges and firearms for all uh, I don't really see them marketing to children. So I think, again, I think a lot of this is designed to say that he's doing something and try to be, uh, appease his crazy base is why he signed in this executive order, which is going to be challenged and it's going to get thrown out because he does not have the power without Congress to do what he's doing here. They are trying to come after your guns. Make no mistake about that. They're going to do that until... <sighs> The end of time. The Second Amendment is the most bulletproof amendment we have. No matter what Joe Biden would like you to believe, it is the most bulletproof amendment we have. Uh, no pun intended there, obviously. But they're going to still continue to try. They're going to find loopholes. They're going to try to restrict as much as possible. They're going to do everything in their power to try to take guns away from you. And we all know why. You know, why hasn't this country fallen yet? Yeah, as bad as things are, why has this country not fallen? Because the one thing that the elites up top know is we are armed 
to the teeth. You cannot just tell us to do this or do that. You cannot just overthrow us and say, well, you know, we're, we're imposing these new draconian laws and it is what it is. You guys are going to do what we tell you to do. They can't because we are too armed. You could literally, and this is all just me talking. Obviously, nobody is thinking about this. I'll try to confuse my words or say that I'm saying that anybody, because I'm not saying anybody's doing anything or another. They are trying to take your guns, but nobody's attacking the American people in that way right now. In theory, you could take the entire military, assuming that they all are for the cause, and that if Joe Biden wanted to be a dictator and say, hey, that's it, we're, we're taking all weapons, and you are now, this is now turning into North Korea. Okay, You could take, if the entire military, the entire military, is on their side, if every police officer is on their side, and if you only had 10% of the United States, 330 million people, 33 million people, you had 10% that would be willing to stand up and fight with firearms, we out we outnumber them more than 10 times. They can't win. It's, it's not possible. Yes, they might have military-grade equipment, they might have better equipment, but the sheer volume of people, you will you would overtake them. They know this. That's why you would have to take all guns away before you could make a move like that. They are steady trying to take guns away because they want to rule over people. But with all that being said, I wouldn't fear this executive order too much. It's just the latest attempt to do something we already know they're trying to do. Uh, and I'm sure, I am sure it's going to get challenged in court and it will get thrown out because he does not have that power. I would like to say, I think you guys should be ready at any given moment to transition from saying uh, Biden to President Harris. I think that that's a real possibility. And the reason why, on Monday, Biden flew to San Diego to discuss some of the submarine deal with the British and Australian Prime Minister. Biden literally almost fell to his death because he nearly missed the first step going down the stairs off of Air Force One. If you haven't seen the footage, you might want to watch it. Okay, so this guy has already fallen three times on the way up. Certainly, that's better than on the way down because, you know, you slip on the way up, you go down on your hands, hands first, fall down, you, know, you sprain an ankle, hurt a hand, hurt a wrist, maybe bang your face a little bit if you if it really catches you in a bad position. But for the most part, usually falling going up is better than going down. <laughs> At least I would think so. Uh, can you imagine if Joe Biden missed the step and tumbled all the way down the staircase of Air Force One to the bottom in his already frail state? Chances are he ain't making it through that moment. And then it wouldn't then be officially be president Harris. If you think it couldn't get any worse, we would have that cackling moron running the country. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not sure which is worse at this point. We know Biden's not pulling the strings. We know he's a bumbling idiot. We watch him. I, I, I don't even know how any, anybody that's liberal that I know in more of a uh, normal uh, liberal person that I can actually talk to. I don't even know how some of them, when I talk to them, like you could actually look me in the face and say that this man's not having problems. I don't know how you could sit there and tell me the man's doing a good job. 
that the economy's never been better. I don't know how you could stare at somebody in the face and blatantly lie, or you have been conditioned so well that you believe so deeply that he's doing a great job, and that's scary in itself. So I don't know if keeping him around for the next two years, a little less than two years, would be better or worse than having heels in the air Harris uh, step in 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 the moment that something potentially bad could happen like that. I don't know what would be worse because Harris, I think she is equally as stupid as Biden, except the difference is Biden is slowly losing his mind. Uh, But I think she's definitely equally as stupid. She has no personality. Biden, we don't know who's telling him what to do, but it looks like somebody's got a strategic game plan in the background. I don't think Harris would be much different. I think they would tell her what to do just like Biden, except she may start to believe that she's in charge and then start making her own decisions, and God knows how bad things could potentially get. (laughs) It's already bad. I don't think we need it to get any worse than it is right now, but it is a possibility. So just know that... As much as Joe Biden wanted to talk crap about President Trump the day that uh, he was at the military and he was coming down with some on uh, the uh, platform there and he had on dress shoes, which if you've ever worn dress shoes, you know dress shoes, they don't really grip very well, especially nice dress shoes. They're pretty smooth on the bottom and they're not meant for that. He didn't fall. He went to a trot to make sure he didn't fall. He said so himself, like, oh, I'm not falling and embarrassing myself on national TV. So he went on to a little trot. Joe Biden is walking up a staircase with handrails, fell three times, and then he's going to walk down a staircase and almost miss the first step, plummeting to his death. So as much as he wanted to talk crap about Trump for that, you know, he should be careful because you, you get what you give and you're talking an awful lot of nonsense and you're not doing a whole lot better. You're, my, my opinion, you're doing a whole lot worse. All right, I'm going to say for the record, I am a registered Republican. That does not mean that I agree with everything the Republican Party does. The reason I'm a registered Republican is because if I register as an independent, I don't get to vote in the primaries. I can only vote in the general elections. So I want to be able to select a candidate that's going to make it to the end and then once again vote for that candidate. That's why I chose the party that I chose. Uh, Does not mean that I agree with everything they do because there is plenty that I disagree with that Republicans do do. One of the things that I disagree with is in Idaho. Republicans in Idaho legislature are looking to approve a resolution that would ask Joe Biden, as well as Congress, to flood the United States labor market with more foreign workers, as well as to grant grant amnesty that would give green cards to millions of illegal aliens holding American jobs. The goal, the resolution states, ought to be to fill the U.S. jobs with a constant stream of foreign workers. Amnesty, which would reward illegal aliens with work permits and green cards, should be part of any such legislation the Republicans write in the resolution. So in in Idaho, (laughs) uh, you guys over in Oregon that want to be part of Idaho might want to pay attention to this story. In Idaho, your supposed so-called Republicans want amnesty and green cards rewarding all the people that have showed up here illegally. They want to put it in some t- some form of an e-verify and allow them to start flooding in and working. The reason that they are claiming that they want to do this is the legislatures are saying that 
the economy is threatened and harmed by the unavailability of law labor, lawful labor and need to harvest, process, and transport our domestic food supply to extract minerals, gas, oils, and timber resources to build homes, businesses, and highways, and to provide other basic life necessities. So they say they can't find the workers to do all of this. Interestingly enough, there's about right now 26,000 people that live that are actual uh, Idahonians, I think that's how you say it, uh, that are jobless. So rather than put those 26,000 people to work, it would be easier for them because it would be more cost effective uh, to have illegal immigrants do it that can be here on some type of a work visa or permit. Now, I can't say for sure because I don't know. They were very vague. They pretty much just named every sector that you could possibly say to work in, minus tech. Um, I don't know what they're paying people in Idaho. I don't know. The cost of living there looks like it's pretty decent. When I looked up cost of living, it doesn't look like it's ridiculous over there like some states. Uh, It looks like it's much worse here in Florida than it is there. Uh, I don't know what they're paying people. And that might be one of the biggest problems that you have is that you don't want to pay anybody. You want to get the labor as cheap as possible. So you're looking for the best way to do that. Republicans have always, as much as they tell you they always want to stop illegal immigration, most of the time that's not necessarily true or not even a little true because they depend on migrant labor for a lot of their states just as the Democrats want them in for a different reason. So there may be different reasons, but they all come to the same unanimous agreement that uh, illegal immigration or migrant workers are good for the country because they're going to do jobs that Americans are being too lazy and don't want to do, or maybe they're just not getting paid enough to do. So they certainly want these people in here. What the Republicans there should be thinking about is creating bonuses and incentives to get people to work in these jobs. I mean, you know, it's one of those moments where I understand profit because I'm a capitalist and you want to make as much of it as you can. But if there's a real need for workers, obviously, if you had more, you can make more. So you might as well give these people some really good incentives to come over, whether that be signing bonuses, your dollarly figure an hour is a little bit higher. So people are going, oh, you know, I'm willing to do that work for that much because at least my paycheck will look right. It'll make me, you know, have a little easier life. There's insurance, there's retirement. There's all kinds of things you can do to entice people to come over. You know, a lot of people like to hear growth potential. Hey, you start here. Yeah, you might start at. 15 or 18 bucks an hour, but we're expanding constantly. So you may do that, prove yourself. And in six months, have an opportunity to move up to a different level. And that, then you're talking 22, $23 an hour. And then people go, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do the dog work for six months and, and get to know the, get to know the job. And then I get an opportunity to move up. So there's a lot of different ways you can entice people to work. Why not try that route rather than giving a free pass to everybody that entered this country illegally and allowing them the privilege of being here in the United States when their very first act was they were breaking the law coming across the border the way they did. I don't think we should be rewarding bad behavior personally. So again, the re- this is why I don't agree with everything the Repar- Republican Party does. Um, and this is one of those moments that we are in complete disagreement. Uh, yeah, I think that you can get 
put all Americans to work first. And then when there is just not enough because, oh no, we have everybody put to work. There are no more people. So we need to legally bus more people in here so that way we can get the job done. I'm okay with that because now all Americans are taken care of first and now everybody else gets to ride the wave. Everybody else gets a piece of the pie. Now we need you, so come on down. We're going to pay you guys. You're in here legally. There's no fear for you. You're allowed to be here and we're just going to put you to work and you can get your piece of the pie as well. I don't know. Call me crazy, but that makes sense to me. So that's why I disagree with what they're doing right now, and I certainly don't agree with everything that Republicans do because I think they make stupid moves just like the Democrats do uh, many times. All right, I'm all done. A little bit shorter. But if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you'd like to reach out to me at littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. Beyond that, have a beautiful Thursday. We will do it again tomorrow.